good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Carskatton here, Christian Center, Shreveport. Doing our daily podcast as we're in that new year, 2024. We gave a word Sunday about a year of engagement. It is going to be a year of engagement for war like we've never seen. But God has given us a plan. We have the victor on our side. All right, let's talk about what we should do this coming year. from our worship leader, Lindy Griffith, on Let a Song Arise. Even in the dark hour, God gives us strength. We find the peace in Him in the midst of war. And I know some would like us to talk about something else, but that is what is happening in the earth, and I feel responsible, we do, uh, to prepare a people, to rouse people to war. That's what we're called to do. Well, welcome. It's Tuesday, second day of January 2024. I got to remind myself to say that, say that over and over again. We've kind of been waiting for this year, but uh, now we're in a season where, okay, we're here. Uh, let's prepare for what is coming ahead. I think uh, so many things have happened. So we'll spend this uh, few days we have here uh, before uh, the Supernatural Friday podcast just talking about what we feel God has planned for us this year. And uh, what we're seeing prophetically, not only us, but other prophets. I shared a message Sunday. I may have to pull it off the internet. We said some things probably that we shouldn't have said. Anyway, uh, their sensors are starting to ramp up. Uh, We know that. Um, YouTube has already started censoring. Facebook has started censoring because you have the election in America. And uh, they want to make sure that... um, we're not saying anything against their uh, their their motives. I mean, their their ideologies on those platforms. So this will be a year. If you're watching us on our live streams, we're going to probably do quite a few live streams where we start on Facebook, YouTube, and then we'll we'll just introduce everybody online and then announce we're going to move on over to Rumble and do our conversations over there. We feel like we have to bring warnings. We have to. Uh, share what God has given us prophetically, but these, these platforms are going to censor, especially with the election. Anything else to do with uh, any other uh, of their, their religious, uh, I call them their religious things. That, you know, they made religion out of climate. They made religion out of you know, all the social programs and everything, you know, the trans issues. And so we have to find ways to get you messages And if you're following us. And we're not going to be the only ones that do that. I was watching uh, some of the Morningstar ministry stuff, and they would spell words out rather than say them because they didn't want the algorithms to pick up and censor their their stuff and pull them off the online as well. So we're all 
uh, us who, who are worn, people who warn and, and prepare the body for what's coming, we're going to have to be wise as serpents, as gentle as doves in this season in order to get the message out. Uh, that's why we built our, our app uh, so uh, firmly. We made it very strong where we could put as much stuff on there as possible so that we can be uh, away from those sensors and actually be able to share our voice. I never thought in America that would happen. I, you know, I believe there should be some restraints. If I'm going to call a jihad, whatever they call it, the Muslims call it, or or whatever, to, to call people to do violent acts, sure, that should be censored. But if I'm just sharing a point of view and uh, things like that, I think we should have a right to do that. We're allowing right now in America, especially uh, the pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian uh, voices to have their, their says in public space. Uh, some of it's hatred. Some of it borders on hate speech, but you know we're allowing it because that's, that's America. I don't agree with it, but this is American. You have the right to say those things. Now, I, I struggle when they are, one, not naturalized citizens. In other words, they've not gone through the process, and here they are blasting us, and they're not even a citizen of this country. Now, that's another issue, but nonetheless, uh, you're seeing this in all parts of the world, not just us. Uh, but we seem to be the epicenter of that. So, like I said, Sunday, I shared a little bit about the season we're heading into. The year of engagement is the word the Lord gave me, and it's not a recruitment plan. You know, let me throw, uh, like going to a, a, a fair and saying, hey, join the military here, <laughs> a volunteer, please volunteer. I'm not asking you to volunteer in that sense. I'm, I think the Lord's asking you to volunteer. That's the ultimate request is from the Lord. And I think that's, we have to have the Isaiah mentality, here my Lord send me. And that's a minority of people. The Lord says he looked to and fro for one to stand in the gap and he couldn't find one. That, that's one scripture that says that. But then Isaiah says, here am I, I'll go. And um, so as we prepare for this, the year of engagement, I, I, I did a little research. And I thought, you know, what happened after uh, December 7, 1941? I talked a little bit about that yesterday, Sunday, uh, in the message uh, after Pearl Harbor was attacked. Uh, I met a veteran once who personally told me he got in line and waited for hours and hours that day to sign up, as most people did. So I found some interviews of uh, what they call the man on the street on that next day. Uh, December 8, 1941, and just listen to some of their interviews. <laughs> some of them were quite humorous. Um, just uh, men at that time, they were all men, were so vocal and uh, so patriotic. I just like, you know, I'm going to war today. And I, I heard one gentleman, he was an African-American, you could tell, uh, from the South. And he just said, you know, he's mad at Roosevelt for allowing it to happen. but you know, and then they, the interviewer said, well, what are you going to do? He says, I'm going to sign up. <laughs> so you, here's the thing. You, you laid aside the politics and you said, you know, what's good for the nation is best. And that's what you should do in that situation. And that's what we want to talk about today because, and this week is to, what does it take to rouse people? Now, as I shared in the message, the, the, 
year of engagement, the Lord clearly spoke to me that whether you volunteer or not, you're going to be called to war. And that's what uh, the statistics showed during World War II here in, in, most, in most of the countries, not just here in Europe and even other parts of the world uh, that got involved in World War II, um, in, I'd be it, uh, Australia, other countries as well, that you, know, you say, well, I don't want to be involved. Well, you, you, you're going to get drafted. Even if you were a pacifist, uh, you didn't believe in war. They found a place for you. <laughs> okay, fine. You don't have to have a weapon, but here's what you're going to do. You're going to work in a hospital. You're going to work in an office somewhere. And uh, because the, the need was so great, and uh, there was no time to go through this, your emotional issues as to why you can't be involved and why you, uh, you disagree with this and that. And it's like... I mean, the, the governments were saying, so what? You know, we, we've got a war. If we don't do this, we're going to lose who we are, our civilization, so we have to fight. And when the axis of, e- axis of evil is moving, uh, there has to be a righteous indignation rise up. And, and then most will volunteer, but those who don't will be inscripted. In other words, and you'll be drafted. And I, the, I really feel like that's going to happen in the kingdom this year. They're going to be those that just have chosen not to volunteer, have just been so busy building their own personal kingdoms, their own personal lives, and that's the most important thing to them. And I, and I understand when you've got a family and you're trying to build something, I get that. But there is a way to simultaneously serve God and watch God build your own, your own purpose. And I say, uh, and I'm not talking about your selfish personal kingdom. I'm talking about your destiny, your purpose. That's the whole Matthew 6, you know, 633, which is if you seek God and his righteousness, right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added to you. And so the passage that, that I'm, I'm loving, and I've taught on it here probably a few months back ago about it, uh, was in Joel chapter 3. When there was a, a, a warning here to... Uh, because war was so uh, prevalent that it was a warning in Joel chapter 3. It says, Proclaim this among the nations. Prepare a war. Rouse the mighty men. Let the soldiers draw near. Let them come up. And that's where I feel like we are today on the second day of January 2024. Now, you guys are amazing. Women, uh, not just men, but you women as well that you are those warriors. I feel like I'm not having to rouse you. <laughs> I think what we're trying to do for you guys and, and ladies is to give you instruction on, on what it looks like. Okay, you're roused for war. What do I do? Of course, you know, we always say pray. I get that. But we need strategic prayer. And that goes back to what we shared a couple of weeks ago about rebuilding the tabernacle of David. Because the worship center of our heart of being with him and, and denying ourselves and getting to a place where we worship him with all our heart gives us that access as a priest to the Lord. And then we get greater light, greater revelation from him on what is going on, number one, behind the scenes, but two, what we should do and how we should act. That's the Issachar call of this house. And you are part of this house because you're just listening. I'm not talking about our, you know, you're a member of our, our, our ministry, but I'm telling you, 
what I feel if you're listening to this, somebody has drawn you to this or this, this sound has drawn you and you have a purpose in this hour, whatever sphere of influence you have around you, your neighborhood, your family, uh, your community, your region, whatever, your district, whatever you call wherever you live. I know some of the nations, you have different areas, countries, et cetera. But I think you should be engaged that way. And I want to say this to you. Don't worry about not having enough soldiers. God will do this amazing thing. Um, I was listening to Cindy Jacobs shared um, a council meeting that they had. And uh, the Lord spoke to five different prophets of their council. I think they had like 200 prophets there. And she said, I know Bobby Connor was one of them. And I don't know what he prophesied, but he was part of that group, him, somebody we know. And of course, we've heard of Cindy Jacobs uh, through the years and her accuracy on world prophecies, things like that. But five of their prophets had heard from the Lord separately that uh, the enemy is planning a world war in 2025. There's also prophecies and dreams. I think I played one on our podcast. I mean, on this podcast of a epidemic that's planned on being released in 2025 against children. Uh, another planned pandemic as we call it. And so 2025 seems to be a target date. Now, what are they doing about it? This is something that Cindy, I think, shared was very important. There's prayer uh, being ramped up right now. Matter of fact, there, uh, there's a movement in Wales at Reese House, uh, House of Prayer, a school, a Bible college there, which we went to about a year and a half ago, and we prayed in what they call the Blue Room which is where Reese and all his intercessors prayed during the war and stopped bombs, stopped all sorts of activities. Uh, I remember one story was that uh, it's recording their journals that it looked like uh, German, Germany was going to take over Moscow, and they prayed, and they prayed, and a storm came, basically, and stopped that advance. So this is happening. Mean, anyway, she said that there are now intercessors there that are assigned to pray on this 2025 world war uh, word and to divert it and, and stop this thing that's happening. It's a premature act by the Antichrist spirit in order to avoid the end of time and, and to avoid the salvation of Israel, to, to avoid the salvation of it. If you don't understand Israel as a timepiece, you're not going to understand this. So this is what we're going to do. I'm, gonna, I'm running out of time today. But we're going to start laying out patterns for you to pray, uh, things that you should do in this hour for your own life, for your own family, for your own areas you have spheres of influence over. Okay, so we're going to stop right here. Let me pray for you. I hope I didn't just ramble today, but I think this is some good stuff to prepare for. So as we go into this next season, Lord, I pray for everybody that's listening to this podcast, that we're rousing the army, Lord, the mighty men. Let them come up, Lord. We ask you to call those who are supposed to be with us, walking with us in this hour, that we would raise up an army, that, Lord, that would have your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven and not allow the enemy to prosper in this hour. What that is our cry, our desperation from you. In the you name are. of Yeshua, amen and amen. All right, come back tomorrow. We'll keep building Flaming. on this. Well, thank you for listening to our daily podcast. As we start a new year, 
remind you again of all that we have available on our website, ChristianCentersReport.com, or our app, which is our better application. You can find out everything. Go to your tablet, your phone, whatever, download Christian Centers Report. Find all that we're doing. There's so many things on there on media. You can give. You can have prayer. You can see all our upcoming events, be involved with our online ministry, everything that we're doing. So check us out this year. We look forward to walking with you all year long. God bless you. Have a good day.